Change comes, inexorable. Most times it arrives gradually, but sometimes change is an earthquake. Cherished assumptions crack, rocks of stability crumble, chasms of experience open between adjacent generations. Thinking back on his childhood, Kenneth Durand remembered his millennial parents enduring their own technological earthquake, the disruption of every industry. Their college degrees useless and their student debt insurmountable, they fell, like many others, out of the middle class. His father's ready smile was replaced by a mask of worry that remained until the day he died. Automation and disintermediation rocked their world. And everyone thought that was big change. It was nothing, just a tremor. Two even larger shockwaves came for Duran's generation. The first was mass adoption of light fields. Suddenly, what you saw with your own eyes wasn't necessarily reality. Most of the consumer electronics industry disappeared. The second and far more disruptive shockwave was the fourth industrial revolution, synthetic biology. What was once manufactured was now increasingly grown by custom-designed organisms, algae, yeasts, bacteria. Automobile bodies grown from chitin, biofuels from custom E. coli bacteria, deathless meat and cultured dairy products from sustainable cellular agriculture. Biofacturing instead of manufacturing. Life itself harnessed to the human will. Societies that incorporated these advances moved on. Those that could not, did not. Instead, they languished in the debt, political paralysis, and recriminations of the previous age. Durand had made his own choice, and the memory of those he'd left behind still ached. No doubt migrants of prior eras had always suffered the same anguish. They saw a brighter future somewhere and some way else and walked the difficult path that led them there. He'd disappointed so many people, violated beloved traditions of service and loyalty. But life was all about difficult choices. Durand contemplated headlights from 80 stories above as the first light of dawn crested the Johor Strait. Singapore's robot rush hour was already underway far below. Autonomous electric cars packed the expressways, their LED headlights coursing over the landscape like rivers of white-hot lava. He barely paid attention to the voice of a female newscaster in his ear. Korea prepares to celebrate the anniversary of its reunification. Seoul officials are rolling out the red carpet for Chinese dignitaries, honoring Beijing's pivotal role in the nearly bloodless coup and invasion that deposed the Pyongyang regime. From the traffic patterns below, it was clear humans were no longer behind the wheel. No stopping and starting, but traffic flowing smoothly, closely coordinated, optimized. Mathematics on parade, his father had called it. Each vehicle informed by its neighbors and by the whole. These days, you couldn't drive yourself to work even if you wanted to. 
manual driving was prohibited on the expressways. Humans could not keep pace. That was something his father well knew. Mathematics on parade. An experienced and talented civil engineer, his father spent the last ten years of his life getting downsized from entry-level retail jobs. He died of a heart attack while Durand was still in high school, leaving them in poverty. The anchorwoman's voice continued in his ear. The Australian Coast Guard rescued passengers of a so-called zombie ship adrift off the Port Arthur coastline on Tuesday. Packed with hundreds of desperate migrants, the vessel had been abandoned without food or water after traffickers reportedly received payment to ferry the refugees to Indonesia, where they were told jobs awaited. Durand turned away from the skyline and back to the high-rise jogging path. A glance at stats glowing in the corner of his vision showed he still had a chance to maintain a seven-minute mile. He resumed jogging as the news continued. Fleeing climate change-related crop failures, civil war, and rising ocean levels, tens of millions of desperate migrants are on the move in what has become the largest sustained migration in human history. Duran's LFP glasses tinted against the glare of dawn. The tropical humidity was already bearing down. He jogged through fogs of atomized water that cooled him at intervals. The track arced rightward on a five-kilometer loop traversing the top of the Hanging Gardens residential complex. Lush jungle plants lined the inner edge. Durand pushed himself harder, curving along the path. Fashioned of spongy metamaterial, the surface reduced the impact on his joints. An infinity pool ran along the outer edge, and he jogged past a swimmer in goggles and a water cap. A lush garden path ran below and beyond that, near the outer railing. Everything in sight had been meticulously designed, what urban planners had taken to calling the built environment. The International Olympic Committee gathers in Tokyo this week to debate the coming generation of genetically altered athletes. At issue is whether CRISPR edits should disqualify competitors for participation in Olympic and professional sport. At present, no reliable test exists to reveal embryonic genetic edits, potentially putting in peril long-standing records of human physical achievement. As he ran... Durand focused on the ubiquitous construction cranes studding the Singapore skyline. Two hundred-story buildings were going up all over the CBD. Mute testimony that the boom was on.